I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. We talking about Twitter. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. You know what yeah. I'm talking about. Like it's just it's just annoying. I somewhat resent that. We mock ourselves. You know, Steelers Twitter was already pretty chaotic, and now just like Twitter, Twitter is pretty chaotic. <laughs> so it's kind of an interesting time. What will emerge, uh, you know, uh, of Steelers Twitter in, in the ashes of the of the Twitter Phoenix burn? I don't know what's, what what uh, the yeah. analogies are off there, but no. Well, that, but but I think that symbolizes just how bad Twitter has become, as you can't find the right analogy that involves fire and things burning to pieces. Yeah, is it birth, rebirth, or just just burning hell? I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is what Jin's talking about. Uh, the conversation about the Steelers social media conversation. I'm Kyle Kreis. With me is Greg Benevent. Hello. And uh, while you know, while you know, as as the Titanic is sinking, the still there's still Steelers Twitter, just <laughs> like the violinists on the on the on the Titanic of Twitter, <laughs> still playing. And they're not just playing the classics. They're playing some, uh, they've got like King Crimson. they got some prog stuff coming out. Oh, yeah, it's out. not just Nearer My God to the, the actual song those people were playing. It's no. They're, 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 yeah, they're, they're definitely playing Donnie Iris on there. But enough caucus. Let's get to the <laughs> tweets. <clears throat> oh, be, you know, because even in a win, it's like, you know, we're not, not getting a lot of wins this year. Three, three of them so far. People find reason to be discouraged. It was a discouraging win. Just ask people like at Tommy Jaggy, Tommy Jaggy. I want to be more encouraged by this win, but the Steelers managed just 20 points when they rushed for 217 yards, five per carry, forced two turnovers and had a turnover on downs. Doubled the Saints in total yards. 20 points just won't be good enough against quality opponents. Well, haven't all opponents been quality compared to uh, the Steelers this year? Uh, yes, and, and it, it, it occurred to me. I'm so glad you opened with this because it occurred to me as you were talking. This is exactly why our podcast exists for phrases like discouraging win. That's exactly why we're here. I mean, that's why to tell you there is no such thing as a discouraging win. There wasn't a discouraging win when they were 10-0 and 0 in 2020. There is no such thing as a discouraging win. It's, it's one thing to think that when you're going 14-2, and two, man, is it something else to be there at 2-6. and six. Uh, I won't be good enough against quality opponents. They're not – the team isn't a quality opponent yet. They're literally two. getting better as they go. So, yes, and also, too, um, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I, I, if you want to say the Steelers as a team aren't all that great, they scored, they scored 20 points, that's fine. But I, I feel if you're going to make these like grand sweeping judgments about quality opponents, you kind of have to give them the two chip shot field goals that didn't happen. So 26 to 10, I think, oh, is maybe something a little different okay. than 20 to 10. I mean, if we're really extrapolating out into the future, uh, I, I don't know how many wins I'll bet on the Steelers having, but I will bet on them not missing too many more field goals under 40 yards. That You got it here first, the yin spread. 
of uh, six points plus six. Uh, I, think that, I think that's the discouraging win to, I guess, the encouraging win. I don't know if it's encouraging yet. Place but. your bets now on uh, on tallysite.com mm-hmm. with the yins with the yins the yins uh, spread of six points on <laughs> Matt Wright missed field goals. It doesn't count. It's like Magic the Gathering. If, if Matt Wright misses it, it doesn't count. Right, exactly. That does that certainly doesn't go through. Yes, it uh, it, it it doesn't help you against future quality opponents, whatever those might be. I'm not down, you know, just 20 points like all these other games have been offensive juggernauts. Like, just 20 points. Oh, man, 20 points isn't going to do it against quality opponents. Yeah, well, I'd rather have 20 points than whatever we've had the first six games. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's just more people saying discouraging win. Can I, I mean, do I just need to go over, like... At Brian underscore ten S Brian Tinsley. Let's. I'll be honest. Please be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> it was a discouraging win. The Saints are not good. The Steelers are not good. The Steelers right. are two and six. So three right. and six now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like the Saints are not good. Thank goodness the Saints. We have, about time we played a team that wasn't good. Right. We, exactly. It hasn't happened all season. Basically, we played the. You know, we played the Eagles where they were just you know highlight filming us. The Bills were highlight filming. It's mm-hmm. been. It's been a the uh, league's it, number one schedule. Yeah, it's well. It's going to be a great. Uh, it's going to be a great yearbook video for the. It's, it's going to be all the other teams' highlights. Minka getting the ball robbed from him. It's like Home Alone. It's like if Home Alone, uh, you know, in the multiverse. Like what? Let the bad guys win. Especially after the other night when the Eagles did not look so great at home against the Commanders. Oh, you and, know, uh, big surprise, right? Any given Monday in mm-hmm. uh, in NFL football, uh, teams are going to team. Teams are going to team. Teams are going to win and, and lose. And I guess the other part of I didn't think of this until now, and I, I certainly have nothing to back it up. But I wonder if how many of the it's a discouraging win people are the same people who are like, you got a tank for a top two pick. Oh, like, yeah. I wonder if there's some. I, I would imagine there's a fair amount of crossover there. Oh, we'll get to the we'll get to the draft talkers. That's oh, right. Good. Draft oh, season in November. It's like Christmas in July. Uh, but first, because uh, you know, every day is a holiday when you can blame Canada for the for the win. What? What? Wow, and Steelers, you know, where were these tweeters all season? How about at Steelers win 109, Minkaberg Steelers. Why was Matt Canada actually in his bag Sunday? Uh, he was. He was kind of. There was a deep bag for Canada. Okay, I, I, I was. I'm glad you explained that. I was worried. This is one of those expressions that I was simply too old to get anymore. In his bag means like intelligent, making good decisions, being smart. Is that? Yeah, like okay. he he was on point. He was. I you see. know, he's on top of his game. Okay, so he was in his bag. I mean, it's. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is that execution thing. Maybe I again. It's it's. I when I, I know we had the. Prior podcast this year season named Performance Doesn't Matter, but when it comes to how people evaluate the offensive coordinator, it kind of does. Like yeah, it. <laughs> maybe maybe performance only matters. You know, you could have uh, you know you could have Bill Walsh out there, but if you've got you know a bunch of. Um you know, a bunch of Kendra Greens or something. Right, I don't exactly. Know. That, that is a great, and thank you for pulling that out because I already forgot last year's third round pick. Uh, yeah, well, you know, and and I guess so has the stat line. I can't get him. A, so has the uh, equipment manager. Can't get him a jersey. Um, more of the Canada praise coming mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, how about let's go to at Steelers underscore DB Derek. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to grill me for this, but probably I think yesterday, Sunday, was Matt Canada's best game as a play caller. It wasn't perfect, but I actually thought he was pretty solid. I mean, look, you know, you can say it's execution, but we did have red zone conversions with mm-hmm. the with the good old the good old sweep, the pick and sweep. Absolutely. Um, you didn't really miss Claypool. No one said, hey, where's Chase Claypool and all right. this? Well, also because they didn't see him at the Bears game either because with those like two catches for 13 yards or something, whatever it was against the Lions. But yeah, you're absolutely right. And it also makes your job as offensive coordinator a lot easier when you're running 200 yards a game and they and the defense has to wonder, or is it going to be a run or a pass this time instead of just, oh, it's second and 13, it's third and 13. Right, looks, Ex- yes, exactly. After looks like Kenny's throwing a first 50th <laughs> one this game. Right. And, uh, I, 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 I am glad you highlighted this tweet for a lot of reasons, not the least of which which is, um, if, for those of you that haven't been able to see this particular tweet, it, it just shows just how omnipresent Canada uh, criticism is. That the last sentence is, it wasn't perfect, but I actually thought he was pretty solid with a question mark. <laughs> like there were, like he couldn't, like this person couldn't even make that as a definitive statement with a period. It had to be a question mark. Steelers Nation's afraid to embrace him. If all of a sudden, right. uh, this, if you know, if this is the standard and it's like 20 points a game isn't enough, but if this is the offensive performance for the rest of the season, uh, it's going to be harder, I think, for these candidates doubters to send him on the greyhound next to ab or whatever absolutely and i think it, it speaks to a point about like even the worst you know your most hated offensive coordinator defensive coordinator really can put together a winning plan i mean even the person that's the least qualified for this in the league there are only 32 of these jobs yeah like, there are probably more than 32 people that could get them right on a given week so like even the person who you think is at least qualified and the least good at this will eventually be able to put something together occasionally that can win at yeah, only thirty-two jobs, but thirty-two can thirty-two hundred candidates on Twitter. Uh, you know, gosh, I, I want to start a, a football league just to put these guys uh, up to up to the test. We should start it on Mastodon. Mastodon. Um, do I got to get on Mastodon now? Is that where the conversation is I, 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 I shouldn't have thrown that out. I was wondering. We haven't had the what if. What are we going to do if Twitter goes down entirely? Conversation that that are might gonna, be something. I don't know. I, I mean, you and I haven't talked about that at all. I shouldn't uh, have brought it up. Are we going to have to move to the Facebook comments? Oh, That's my even God. YouTube. Wow. YouTube. I mean, the only thing worse than Twitter is Facebook. You know, it's. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. That. I mean, I'll. I, yeah, with that and YouTube one and one A. I mean, I can put on a hazmat suit and go in there with you, but. Uh, you anyway. are a hater. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, hi, any more? Well, oh, you know what? Not everyone is a Canada lover. There, <laughs> there's still some tried, tried and true, tried and true Canada, deci- anti-Canada disciples out there. Uh-huh. At Earn MN Seventeen, Michael. Mm-hmm. Things I trust more than Matt Canada's game plans: gas station egg salad sandwiches. The phrase, they're just a friend. Cosmetic surgery in Mexico. Those ads that say there are dozens of women looking for me in my area. And Taco Bell. Oh, you've taken it too far, Michael. Taco Bell. I just had it. I've had it. Did I have it twice this week? Or maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe not twice this week, but maybe more. Maybe it was like twice in the last eight days okay so that's uh, so this person exaggerated uh, uh went went across the line which is certainly understandable i mean it's i've certainly seen worse jokes about this online too i mean it's here's the thing though uh, what i've learned over the years about an offensive coordinator uh you don't have to trust them 
Like it's not like your in, in trust in them. It's not incumbent upon the success or not. I mean, it's it could call a terrible game and it could still work out. I mean, there's just so many variables involved. That said, like I said, I've certainly seen a lot worse uh, jokes on Twitter than this guy. So that, that's uh, I've seen far worse things. You know, if, uh, you know, the only man that matters is Tomlin, I guess Rooney too, but, um, you know, I don't know. But if, 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 if the offense is more of the same of what we've seen this past Sunday, mm-hmm. then... You know, I don't know. I think uh, you think you might you might stick with the guy. I mean, who's? I mean, yeah. That that's that's that that sounds a lot like the uh, future quality opponents line. But um, but no, it's very well could be. I I don't. I that could happen. It uh, is certainly something to build off of. I mean, it's and also too. I I don't know. Again, I never know where to assign uh praise. So I don't. So I don't know where to assign fault either. But when they run for two hundred yards, the offensive coordinator must have done something correct. I mean, obviously, someone had Kenny out there running himself but you know but even then it's, and it, some yellow there was some yellow laundry too that uh, you know helped some first downs there it, everything it, everything went in the Steelers direction it was the uh, we'll get to it later maybe it was the pigeons it, had, it, it the could pigeons. be but it's but I also know another thing there never ever under any circumstances feel guilty for getting a penalty for a penalty working no team. no never in the slightest they can't no invisible yards or count those are those well, are also uh, too it'll go against you enough times in life that by the time you lay yourself to rest it will all have balanced out, so that you never have to feel bad about that. Oh, is that is that is that the the, the karmic uh, the karma of the I, NFL? I think so. Ref? I, I think I read that somewhere in a, a gas station uh, magnet. The yeah. penalties that you infringe will be infringed upon you in I, life. I think there's ball don't lie, and had a little halo above it. Um. All right. Well, we got to talk. We got to talk QBs. Oh, and okay. I know you said it's time to change the song, but. <laughs> I said maybe. Show me that style, Big Ken. Don't waste it down, just fling it down the sideline. We're nowhere near the end. The best is ready to begin. As long as we've got Ace Brother, he's got the ball spinning tiny gloves, hands, baby, your KP. We gotta be the luckiest dreamers with a losing season. As long as you keep on giving, we'll justify any picks that come your way. No picks, baby, we- rain or shine. We'll say you're doing fine. We've got each other sharing the losses Wins. and love. Sharing the losses. That's right. Not no. We're not sharing any losses this week. <laughs> Three and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, but depending on who you talk to, there may or may not be growing pains going on. Let's uh, you know. Let's start with. Uh, let's let's see if you can guess where this guy falls. <laughs> At Mark Madden X. Mark Madden. Wonder what he wonders. <laughs> Pickett looks nervous, sloppy, unsure, and obviously so on all counts. So, 
uh, emphasis on all of, on all those things. Nervous, sloppy, unsure. Obvious. I don't think it's obviously so. I think if anything, it's not obviously so. Uh, I mean, I I I am always gen. And I said this so many times on here over the year and a half we've been doing this. I'm always impressed by you know how Madden uh, just uses utilizes language. I mean, again, clearly the the child of a great speech and debate coach, someone that has been professional communicator. Oh, is that true? Yeah, it is. Oh, it, uh, and his and um his and like that's he was the heel announcer for how many years at wrestling and he's so yeah. so good at the job and it uh and it's it's yeah i mean that's that's how you construct an argument that gets engagement i mean that that's it's yeah, i look at that and i'm like man and certainly kenny did not play a perfect game by any means that's not what i meant to imply but uh but yeah this is uh you know this is what do the kids say that, that this is bait and this is good bait oh okay this is cap is what they <laughs> is what they would might say he is in his bag <laughs> uh well but let's let's uh, let's go to the stats though mm-hmm. at start kyle orton start kyle orton today's fun kenny pickett stat with just two touchdown passes on 195 passing attempts kenny pickett joins jimmy clausen and ryan leaf as the only rookie quarterbacks ever to have 190 passes and a touchdown percentage of one or lower uh, not the company that no. we want KP8 to be keeping, Jimmy Clausen and Ryan Leaf. Those are some low guys. That's absolutely true. Yes, it, uh, I'm sure. Should he uh, 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 that continue for anything past uh, his first five or six first first what was this, 195 passing attempts? That'd be uh, pretty bad. <laughs> well, if he runs, I mean, if if he runs all his touchdowns in, what if you know he doesn't have to throw 40 touchdowns if he rushes uh, right, 20, right? Which is which is the part that's sort of left out of this tweet. But yeah, I mean, it's you know. It, it, it certainly has uh, not been perfect, but uh, it's going to take a lot more for me to get to uh, Jimmy Clausen territory. I, I think I saw Clausen in person once playing oh. against the Steelers at, uh, when he was with, I want to say when he was with the Panthers. I could be wrong. That sounds it, like one of the casualties on the Dick LeBeau rookie QB yeah, list. Yeah, and it, it, I don't even remember if he was a rookie there, but it, um, but yeah, those are that's a name I haven't heard in some time, Jimmy Clausen. Yeah, and uh, Colt McCoy is another name I haven't. And then he's starting this week. Did you see that this past week? I did week? not. Oh yeah, he. Uh, Where did he start? He's in. He started up in. Um, you put me on the spot. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, Colt McCoy. That was the one that Harrison hit him so hard they had to change the rules. Yeah. Right. Okay. That that's the one thing I always remember about Colt McCoy. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Let's get back to Pickett. Oh, mm-hmm. more people have problems like at Pittsburgh Sport Steelers takeaways. A big problem with Pickett is the voice he's hearing every week over one shoulder telling him not to turn the ball over, play it safe. I think that's a wrong-headed approach to grooming a young quarterback. Great quarterbacks take risks, but make them work. Let him try and be great. Uh, uh, no picks. You know, was he playing safe this week? I, this was- I think he was. I think it's it's it's. We've got to start. And it's and I run it and I I was I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned this because this was something I was going to try and force away to bring up. I, I it, after so many years of watching Ben, I realize now that there are some like unconscious things we think, and I think one of them is you know finding that way, but finding that line between playing safe and playing smart. I mean, it's the one thing Tomlin mentioned it multiple times, and I guess a bunch of people mentioned it off the record with the Steelers. If you kind of looked at the post game stuff, depending on who you read, the thing they were like real all excited about was Kenny throwing the ball away six times. And oh. I remember being, and I remember being annoyed by that during the game. And then when I thought about it afterwards, I'm like, "Wait, 
Why am I annoyed? These are not those interceptions that we've been complaining about since Pickett went in. This is literally growth, and I'm complaining about it. No, this is why, you know, it's 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 it, it, any drive that ends in a kick is not bad. It, uh, and that's something I think I haven't heard since I remember them saying that in the pregame for the game where Ben did for, on the ride to Super Bowl 40 before that first game against the Bengals. That was the one thing <laughs> the pregame kept hyping on that. So, yeah, so that it's, it's you know, he threw the ball away. That's actual growth. And then he hit the deep ball to Johnson when he had to. That's actual growth, not just like we're going to be, you know, 2014 Ben or whatever. Yeah, I mean, what's the biggest difference in the prior two games where Kenny threw, you know, eight picks or whatever it was uh, compared to this, you know, besides the, besides a great running attack that lets you open up everything else uh, was the fact that he had no turnovers. Right. So, and what was the result? A win. So mm-hmm. I'll take the play it safe, Kenny, uh, over the picks, you know, and, and the other thing it was is that this is the first time we haven't played in a deficit. In right. the second half. Exactly. They were, yeah, they weren't playing a team that wasn't much better than them on both sides of the ball. I think for the first time since uh, W was president, we were playing it, it with a lead. It feels you that know, way. It feels that way. Playing with a second half lead there. Mm-hmm. What about. Now, I don't know. Then then, then there's, there's even some people who normally good guys like. At RickFish412, RickFish, Steelers seem to be having one of their best games of the season, but Kenny seems to be having some of one of his worst games of the season, just in a big old bag of mixed emotions. I mean, you know, it was only, uh, you know, 10 points in the first half. Uh, 10 points in the season. You, know, wait, you, wait, you wait. did kind of beat me to it. I was going to ask when Mr. Fish 412 sent this tweet because I think there was a time like midway through the second quarter or even late in the first half, particularly after the Saints scored that late drive to tie it, where I think you could have tweeted this and kind of been right. Because Kenny didn't have the... I, I want to say Kenny got better in the second half. I don't think it was his best first half by any means. You know, and, uh, you know, there was the turnover on de- defense, had a big, mm-hmm. you know, turnover on downs, uh, interception by mm-hmm. uh, Casey, mm-hmm. uh, interception later by um, we'll, we'll Wallace. Get to, yeah, Wallace. We'll get to defense in mm-hmm. the second half. I guess we got to take our break, right? Mm, Do we? Sure. Um, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's take let's take our break. Break. Anyone want to take uh, anyone? Where, where's the music? You want to get to the music? We can take the break. There it is. All right, coming up in the second half, the draft watchers, right? These people that are watching for April and November. It's, uh, you know, live in the present. Can't can't look in the future. Living in the future, but we haven't even lived in the present yet. Is that a Springsteen lyrics? I don't know. We'll talk a little defense. uh, And I got to talk pigeons. My new, that's my favorite part of this season now. All right. Uh, enjoy these sponsors. All right, it's the second half. We played to a standstill in the first. <laughs> it's a tie. It's a we ten gave ten up tie. Some late points. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Uh, we didn't play. We didn't play the end of the clock right. Yeah. There's things that aren't as important as how you play the end of the clock. Maybe. Maybe there's maybe there's more things going on than just how we play the end of the clock in podcasting or in football or in life or in life. You know, there's only three timeouts in life. It doesn't. <laughs> 
and one of them happens at the end. It doesn't matter when you use the other two. We promised draft watchers in November. Let's start with at Alex Kazora. Alex Kazora. If I'm Omar Khan and Andy Weidel, addressing the left side of the offensive line is where I'm starting next season, beginning at left guard. That's right. We're already thinking about the draft. And offensive line, you, I think you at one point were like, yeah, off uh, left tackle was probably going to be, uh, you know, the concern there. And, and I think, and I was just about to say that, and I, I can imagine without having seen the timestamp, I can almost guarantee when Alex sent this tweet, because it's exactly when I said it to you, it was then the one, I don't know what you call it, the stunt or the X or whatever it was. I want to say it was in the second quarter where like those two guys crossed up Dodson and the other guy and just absolutely just hammered Kenny from behind it. Uh, now, I'm wrong about a lot of things, and those guys did a great job in uh, 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 run blocking. But um, but man, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and got the big left guard after that. But I immediately stopped thinking that because it was November 14th. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't. Yes, I can't. I mean, we. I mean, I don't know if you people know this, but Kyle and I talk off the air, and that's something we've said to each other multiple times in the last year and a half, is like, can you imagine having to talk about the draft early in the season? And like, it physically pains both of us to the point where we drop the conversation privately. It's November, and in draft is what half of the half of Sealer Nation is talking about. Uh, like, I'm just going to keep making that noise. How about? At Reggie underscore B-Flow. Reggie. Dan Moore and Kevin Dodson suck in pass pro, and it's not going to magically improve. I've been on the cornerback train in the first round, but I'm close to changing my mind. So in November, you know, it's uh, offensive line in the first round, not cornerback. You know, this guy, um, you know, but, you know, you, typically offensive line, if, if we do have a top 10 pick, Offensive line isn't, you know, I mean, tackles maybe go around there, but usually yeah. guards and centers aren't necessarily top 10 capital guys. I, I, I agree. I mean, I don't know how many of you are old enough to remember, but when the Steelers literally ran up to the podium to draft a Castro because he'd fallen, there were a lot of people that were like, it's too high to draft a guard. Like, I remember that at the time. And that was what, 23 or yeah, 23 somewhere in there. Yeah. So that, so I mean, but it's, but again, the whole point of this conversation is there's no point and having it before Thanksgiving or Christmas or any other holiday that you celebrate. We don't, I mean, we don't even, yeah, there's nothing. There's no, no draft picks are locked in yet. Nothing, mm -hmm. nothing mm -hmm. is, there's mm -hmm. nothing. And we know, and we, and if you, Hey, go back and listen to the old draft mock episodes from the draft season. You, we, you'll learn that there are no accurate mocks until April, until right. April. And then, then you can start taking those seriously. So, and, and even then, you should only listen to Peter King. That's the other thing I remember being stunned. That's by. That's right. We'll see if that holds up. Did. We'll see if that yeah. holds up. That's that was the, yeah. stunning. So, mm -hmm. Steelers Network at Steelers Network. Steelers Network has has is you know keeping up with the pick by pick through ten weeks. The Steelers currently own the tenth, the thirty sixth, the fortieth. 
the 71st pick in the 2023 draft. 70, ooh, 71st. Ooh, that sounds oh. like, uh, you know, that sounds like a Kendrick Green pick right there. Uh, maybe, they, maybe the health ball can come out and, and announce it. That would be fun. But um, the only way that I could ever see tweeting something like this unironically is adding the hashtag bear down every time the Bears <laughs> lose, just to see that second round pick go up. I, uh, mean, there's... I mean, I don't mind the Bears as a franchise. I, 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 I you know, I'd certainly respect the Monsters Midway and all that. But it is weird, though, to root against the Bears and every game i gotta say that is a little odd what's it matter what's the difference between you know 36 and you know and 30 even or 40 what's it gonna be it's like um you know it's it's things are hit or miss on any of those levels. right and, and the only way and the only thing that you're ever going to know about it is literally like a decade later like from like 2039 when we're like you know doing this podcast from the moon and like whatever guy they wanted at 31 that was gone at 30 and went on to be a 10-time pro bowl hall of famer then you can complain about it then and that's that's even more living in the future than worrying about the draft in april so by no means worry about this kind of thing but if you are if you are but again if you're looking for a healthy way to improve the Steelers uh, draft stock without the Steelers lose you can always root for the Bears to lose well this week it's been Jalen Hurt you know Jalen Hurt should have been a Steeler you know and it's like okay well uh it's the first time that I've heard that you know I mean I remember at the time everyone saying not to draft him because we have no idea if he can throw the ball I remember that being the big knock at the time. And also, too, let, as you and I said on Sunday, let's see him win something in the playoffs when these games matter. Let's see what happens, what he can do when that line fails him. Then I'll be ready to be like, well, maybe they should have looked at him in the second round. That's, you know, that's uh, that's when heroes are made that's right. in the playoffs. Uh, that's when you find out if you have... The Gabagool. That's right. <laughs> Um. Okay. Let's go. Let's get the final. This and then here we go. Here, here's is this the final word on the? I don't know. I but hope. At BT Steel Curtain, BTSC Steelers. As a Steelers fan, are you happy about yesterday's win, or were you wanting a higher draft pick? Seventy-six point nine percent. Yes, they're happy with the win. Twenty-three. Point one percent would have rather had the draft pick. Almost one wow. out of four would rather wow. have the draft. It's just like what what draft pick are you going to get? And then what? And then you're going to be stuck in this situation where everyone wants this Will Anderson, right, or this mm. uh, this edge rusher. Mm-hmm. And then so now we're stuck with three starting edge rushers. Oh, you know, it, it's absurd. Or you or you're going to fall in love with someone else who will make some big leap between now and then, and then they won't take that guy, and then you'll be miserable then. But also, I really do believe as goofy as and you know hoary a cliche as this is there is something about learning to win in the NFL and like you know winning uh, 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 even in a losing season particularly in the second half can set you up for success the next year so if you do tank out and get those very high picks it's rare that like you're going to make that big leap the next year that doesn't happen it happens a lot less often than the team builds up through the year prior and then takes the next step the next year with whatever draft pick they got sounds right to me sounds legit mm. um i guess let's talk defense <laughs> defense was on point but you yes, know uh, i'm surprised it was in its bag surprised yeah it was deep in the bag so surprised mm. that more people weren't talking defense how it was um how about i don't even know what to, which one to address here how about wow uh, yeah one and two look good one and two how about uh, at a saunders uh, underscore pgh alan saunders Steelers with tj watt 15 points per game 4.5 sacks per game three interceptions per game without tj watt 25.3 points per game 1.1 sacks per game 0.6 interceptions per game i mean this wow. is just i mean this is kind of common sense for 
anyone who's been paying attention the last two years, right? But um, that you know, there's literally the breakdown there. Even though you know it wasn't even necessarily TJ's game, right? Defensively, absolutely. It was, you know, I mean, you could say it was Spillane. Spillane had some had some moments. Mm-hmm. Arthur Molette had some moments. Kazi, mm-hmm. uh, Kazi, of course, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I have Terrell Edmonds. I'm liking him all season. Too. Yeah, I'd love for them to bring him back at this point. Yeah, but, uh, I was just gonna say. I mean, it, it, when Colin and I watched the game on Sunday, a gentleman that was watching the game asked us, you know, who's the best Steelers player you've seen in your lifetime, and we both went. Polamalu or Ben, but you know now. I, in retrospect, I wish at least one of us had mentioned TJ in conversation. I mean, it's. I think we said Fanica too, but I mean, if we we're going to go top five, it almost seems like you kind of have to start including TJ maybe in that conversation a bit. Like, Oof, TJ. I'm gonna say has TJ had those Troy moments, but he's had a couple. He's had a couple, yeah, and he hasn't had the big playoff things yet. Which I mean, although he did the have KC, a touchdown, the KC yeah, moment already. Too, you as soon know? As said that. I said that. Geez, I mean, it's you know, but in terms of just best player, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems weird. Harder, harder and harder to leave it off the uh, the board. And, um, mm. The second tweet's good if you want to include that too. Not that good shit. more on that. But. Well, let's go back to it's Alex yeah. Alex at at, at sorry <laughs> Alex Kazora Alex Kazora Saints top offensive threats totally erased Sunday. Alvin Kamara forty five total yards of offense. Chris Olave three catches forty yards. Taysom Hill. 0.3 yards per catch. Steelers defense was excellent. Good game plan and execution. You know, it's like you consider Olave as a shut is you know, we shut him down 3 catches 40 yards, but I, it's like I thought, you know, he kind of got his catches in, but mm-hmm. you know, I guess hey, 3 for 40 is shutting down when that's your top top contributor. Oh yeah, and this is this is the other part of the reason that I bump against that argument of future quality opponents. Are the Saints having a tough season? Yeah. These guys start on almost any team. Yeah. I mean, these are really good players. Kamara might be the best back in the league. He's right there with Saquon. I mean, it's so yeah, it they shut these guys down. Not many people are going to. And we'll see, you know, and, and we'll see if we can, you know, if we can we do the same against Cincinnati. It's uh, that it's like they're going to be down with some of their weapons. It's well, like, you're right with Chase not being there. Yeah. I so mean, it's kind of a similar matchup. No, not not, not Al, Alvin Kamara is the same matchup as Mixon. It's obviously mm-hmm. different body types, but mm-hmm. uh, same. I would say same similar kind of game plan. Right? You shut down the run and uh, absolutely yes, old timey football. Imagine that. All right. How about we get to Renegade? This was a renegade win for the, uh, yes. the, the, the right. This the, there was uh, it wasn't the exact play after renegade, but it was the interception. Which interception was it? I the want Kazi to say it was Kazi's. Uh, I could be. Is it Kazi or Kazi? I might be saying it wrong. Uh, whatever. But, uh, but I I want to say I think it was that drive. I think it was that. I don't think it was the very first play, but I think it was that drive that led to Wallace's tip that got to uh, Demonte. So that's a win for uh, renegade. And Absolutely. I, and I know we were looking for a pick on the very first play after renegade, according to that study from earlier in the season, but <laughs> not. So that's not exactly that. But it, that's pretty close. A pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, a pick. Um, I, I think this team will take it. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. They'll be uh, they'll be playing yeah they'll be playing plenty of renegade. This, um... Okay, where am I? Where was I? How about some odds and ends here from at Mark Schlereth? Schlereth? Mark I Schlereth. I don't know how you say it. 
Mm-hmm. Great day with Steelers coach Tomlin is freaking awesome. If he wasn't running a football team, he would be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Mark is one of the me. What's he, is he on NFL Network? Is or he, something? Didn't he play for the? Wasn't he on that good Broncos line when yeah. they won the championships? So they were doing their media day with uh, mm-hmm. media day with coach. And of course, I we said it, I've said it at least. It's like he should be running for office. He mm-hmm. should if he wasn't coaching football, he should be in Congress or governor or something. Absolutely. Or uh, president, I'll, I'll vote for uh, I'll vote for Tom. Tom has my vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's just more testimonial. We, you know, we could we'll do, we should do a whole special on all the Tomlin testimonials. Oh, that's a good idea for yeah. all the you know all those doubters out there who are still like, nah, Tomlin doesn't know how to call a timeout. We can save that for the next blowout, like the next like real bad game, but we have nothing to talk about. It, uh... Okay, like in seven days from now or something. <laughs> At Phil Heckin, Phil Heckin, coming this Sunday, the Bengals will be sporting their white tiger look against the Steelers. Have you seen these jerseys? It's all white. It's like just it's like someone forgot to paint them. It's all. It is. It does look like yeah, like it's it's like there's something they gave a child, and it's like okay, you get to design a football jersey, and now you can color it any color you want. Yeah, it, you uh, color in the jersey. That's true. I yeah, mean, it, it it just seems. I don't know. I mean, is it, it? I'm trying to think. Like, I guess there's really no Steelers equivalent unless you did it like all white and yellow or you have no yellow in it or, or, they, or yeah i mean their equivalent i guess it could go all black to be to counter the white yeah. instead of uh, any of the you know just black pants black jerseys black helmet I, I guess the thing i don't understand and uh, and again i'm used to the steelers and i'm not sure how other teams do things but it's like i and maybe i'm wrong but i don't feel like the steelers ever do like the special different jerseys on the road no i, I don't mean, i don't know do. i don't know i don't think many teams do do they, they uh, no? They don't do the color rush on Thursdays anymore, right? But when they do it, they don't do the color rush on the road. Not that I've ever seen. No. It, and they don't do the block numbers on the road either. The old, uh, you know, I know they're bringing those back for the game against the Raiders on Christmas Eve. But well, we'll get to see who uh, who is putting their effort in because if your Bengals jersey is all white, then you haven't gotten dirty enough. You haven't put the effort in. You got to get in the scrum. It's a shame we don't have any clips of Rumble in the Bronx where those people are yelling about White Tiger at the end of the. Uh, it was that was that big uh, uh the crime lord that looked like a uh, bull from uh, night court i don't know oh. not that you needed to look those up by any means but that's the only white tiger i know in culture is from uh, rumble in the bronx um how about at jared underscore repart jared repart <laughs> Someone snuck giant eagle chipped ham into Heinz today. Most ginger thing I've ever seen. I don't know. Did you, did you see this? Was, I did, and I I commend this person for their ingenuity. At, the, at first, I was like, oh, you know that. Then it's I don't I don't want like room temperature sandwich meat. But then I was like, you know what? It's probably it was cold enough that you could probably bring a pound of chipped ham into the stadium. It is, and it's and it's also I mean not to be the health guy, but hey, that's a lot less bad for you, you know, nutrition wise than a lot of the things that are going to be in that stadium. It. Uh, it's something that, like you said, with not with the temperatures being cold, it could keep throughout the game. It's easy to eat. It, um, you know, they're they're not going to uh, kick you out for it if they find it. I assume this person would they prob- would, would they kick you out? Uh, they-, they might make you throw it out yeah. if you'd come in. But if if they'd seen, you know, if they'd found you when they were patting them down. But it's also if you're patting somebody down and you pat chipped ham, isn't that just going to feel like their stomach or they're just part of yeah. their body or coat? Like you got to put it under your layers. See, I'm usually going to the game in multiple play- layers. Right. So. As I'm sure people were on Sunday for the game as well. Oh, yeah. Especially, mm-hmm. it's like even with the metal detectors, I'm going through and my thing kept going off and I'm like, I don't know. I've got like three layers on. I don't know right. what my, I don't know what's or going on. where off. all the zippers are yeah. on these coats. Like, yeah, it's happened to me too. It's like, well, it smells like chipped ham. I don't know. Just let him, <laughs> let him through. 
Let him into the game. There's no bomb that smells like chipped ham. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and then we'll give the final word to at Marvelous Maddie, Black Rose Mads. Just your friendly reminder that the Steelers are undefeated at home when the Pigeons are on the field. 2-0, and the Pigeons were back. The Pigeons, you know... Give zeros. They're just there for the seed. Wow. Uh, I think that you know we this is, we got to keep this trend going. I don't I, know. I think it's great. I guess uh, the more this happens, I realize how little I know about pigeons. Like I guess I didn't realize that they could fly high enough to get out of a major football stadium. Like I guess I didn't realize they could go quite that high. Well, if they're in, in major metropolises, aren't they on all kinds of different buildings? Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I, like I said, it speaks to my ignorance of pigeons. I mean, like I told you when we were watching the game, I guess. They don't migrate. I mean, isn't this the time of year when most geese have made for uh, Florida? Like, not when you got a hundred yards of uh, fresh feed <laughs> laying out there for you. I wouldn't migrate either. I'd be. I don't know. I think Pittsburgh Pittsburgh pigeons is the. I think they, embra- they need to embrace it. Oh, there's hey, 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 there are far worse things that have been associated with this team. Um, like what? Uh, losing. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess there's that. All right. Does that cover about everything? I I don't know. I think so. Me too. That's what we've been talking about. All right. Thanks, Coach. If you want to keep the conversation going, we will be on whatever's left of Twitter for whatever, <laughs> forever. How much longer it is? I don't. I get there, there needs to be uh, there needs to be somewhere else for everyone to go. I don't know. Is it going to be TikTok? TikTok isn't really like a community. IG is isn't really. I don't know. Not that Twitter necessarily is was very has, has well, been I very just neighborly. Well, somebody made a comment. And I'm going to mess it up, but somebody tweeted out like, "Hey, this is the time for Zuckerberg to step in and be like, look, I'm not going to look at your DMs and I'm not going to be weird, but you can post something that's 140 characters. Here's like, you know, face tweet or face twit or something. Just throw that out now. Face like, tweet. I mean, yeah. that's the kind of thing we need. Like, and by we need, I mean something else that would, you know, possibly slow our decline as a people. Yeah, I don't. You know, if it's just more Canada hate, do I even want to get? Do I even want to go anywhere? But then Gosh. we have to seek it out, which makes it even worse yeah. for this podcast. I just want to be in my own little Steelers cave. There you go. Uh, you know, which is Ireland's thirty-two in, in Van Nuys, California. Uh, if you want to follow uh, or you want to keep the conversation going on social media, I am at Kyle Christ. Greg, are you on Twitter? Uh, still? Unfortunately, yes. Twitter and Instagram at Greg Benevent. B as in boy, E-N-E, B as in Victor, E-N-T. We will see you next week or or talk to you, see you, whatever. Right. What, what a, You'll what a, see us. What a cliche. Will you? Will Maybe. you see? I don't know. I mean, our pictures or hear are us. somewhere. Uh, yeah. If, you're, if you see me, that means you're stalking me. <laughs> So better give a follow, give a like, <laughs> give a like, make a comment. Hey, just stalking. And I'll know what you're up to. At least I'll be like, all right, what's up? Like someone came to my house. My house is the, the, uh, Ann Perkins house from parks and rec. That's so cool. So like someone drove up yesterday and was like, look, I was like looking out and they were like looking in at me. And I was like, <laughs> are they looking at me or are they looking at the house? <laughs> like, do I need to go out and say like, excuse me? And then I felt like I was like Bobby bobby carnival in the in the watcher or something like okay and until next week make sure you keep listening to coach be the best selves that's gonna be required stay in school 